in the morning when you need the news that matters most. We have a constitutional right to publish this story. We are the fourth estate and we will hold the powerful accountable. You need the front page. Wait, what's the fourth estate? Us, the press. And everyone knows that? On the press box. Because I feel like people always say the fourth estate, but they don't actually know what it means. Well, I think everybody knows what it means. I thought the fourth estate was time. That's the fourth dimension. I thought the fourth estate was Georgia. With Graney and Bischoff. No, not state, a state. You thought I was saying we're the state of Georgia? First topic. My poor Lights FC. They lost to Sacramento Republic 3-1 last night. However, oh, I forgot to take my victory lap, Ed, because yesterday I told you who's more likely to lose by five, and I said the Kings. They lost by six. Six, yeah. Lights only lost by two. Yeah. So there's my victory lap for you. Uh, but Lights lost three to one yesterday. At least they scored a goal. That's helpful. Didn't lose five, nothing. Um, I will say they actually played a little bit better. Like they had 11 shots in that game. Four of them were on goal. Like they scored like it was better than the five, nothing loss, but you know, hard to be worse than the five, nothing loss. They haven't been very good. Uh, they gave up a hilarious goal where the goalie got knocked over by his own teammate. I'm watching uh, this right now. Yeah. That that guy who scored has no business doing flips. I could have scored that. Oh, he, he has he no kinda, business doing flips. He kind of fell when he celebrated with his flip. Yeah, it wasn't a he good deserved, flip. He deserved yeah. to fall because that is not a good goal right there. <laughs> but more importantly, Ed, we have a new Lights FC jersey. Hold on. I'm calling it up because Ed's the, eyes got very run, wide, the rundown. Very was, excited. Let's see here. Of course, it's in the rundown. Looks like a t-shirt. <laughs> well, yes, soccer jersey. Are those diamonds on it? They're like the little uh, Starburst star. The candy? No, or Stardust, not Starburst. Oh. My bad. Stardust star. You know what I'm talking about? No. Like the bottom of the Lights FC logo has that little star. Oh man, this is no not idea. going well. It's I mean, a- I know, I know the LV uh, football. I know the the diamond, uh, you know, with the LV FC inside it. Is that what you're talking about? But the little, little ones? star at the bottom okay. of their logo. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. is replicated on this jersey. It's my favorite Lights FC jersey. It's this the one? Best one. It's the best one they've ever had. Really? Yep. No doubt about it. Best one they've ever had. Did they play in this? Yeah, they played last night in this. Well, what are you going to do? Best jersey they've ever had. My one complaint is that the Finley Toyota logo is black and red, and they need to change it to match the Lights FC colors. They should change it to be black and blue or yellow or pink. It should. It looks way better if you do that. The worst jersey sponsors are the ones that are a completely opposite color of the team they're sponsoring. So 0-2 combined 8-1 on the... Yes, it has not been pretty this season. Maybe they're borrowing the wrong guys. (laughs) Before each game, they said, "Who are, this is who we're borrowing. Maybe they should borrow someone else. No, yeah, they should, but those guys actually play for the real LAFC, so. What's their record? <laughs> they're good. They're the, they're the favorites Are they just the not league. trying when they come to us? I don't know what's happening. I, mean, I don't know what to tell They're running over their the goalies? Path. That's they're not, not happening. Good. They're not good. Uh, it has not been pretty. Like, it hasn't even been like, it's not even like, oh, they look like a worse version of LAFC. They're just not even good. Like, they not even competitive in most of these games. They like, were better last night. Like but- three, one in soccer could be a lot worse if you watch it non-competitive. So what's five Oh pretty bad. That's like, yeah. And that was zero, zero at halftime. Next question. Maybe they should have started group hour. Right. The Packers signed Blake Bortles. Full and I'm service. confused as to what they're doing with Blake Bortles because 
I guess they could just cut him before the season starts. But, like, is he going to be the backup ahead of Jordan Love? Like, last year when Jordan Love was technically the third stringer for almost well, the entire year? Or I is hope, this... I hope this isn't their way of making Aaron Rodgers nervous. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Jordan's starting and they signed Blake. I better get in there. I better get into the offseason workouts. I mean, is this potentially a backup plan for, hey, we did trade Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love is our starter, I mean, and Blake Bortles is our backup? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's an e it's an easy sign because if in the back of your head, even if you think there's a one percent one percent chance like Rogers forces the issue doesn't show up, you have a backup, and if not, you just cut him. Did you know, Blake it's Bortles easy sign this thinking, hey, they're going to trade Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to have a shot? Well, if you sign him with the Packers, that's what he had to be thinking because it probably wouldn't be a team you that you'd sign with, right? Because well, you know Rodgers, you know you know Jordan Love. So if you're signing with them and you're sure Rodgers is coming in, the best you're going to be is three, which will never be active. Blake Bortles might just be, hey cut me the check i'll hold a clipboard like he might be perfectly oh, might fine be. with yeah. not ever being a starter or playing again. or the guy thinks rogers isn't coming and he's beating out jordan love he's gonna be the starter <laughs> i i think he's on the yo gabbert gabbert plan of let me find somewhere where i'll never have to start and if i do have to start they're gonna bring someone in hey, did, did it's the, good work it's good work if you is get Blaine it gabbert still with the bucks yeah just signed an extension i think oh my god they drafted a quarterback and they extended oh. blaine gabbert Man, what a job. Like him, Chase Daniel, and, and Blake Bortles will always have jobs. Oh, because so great. I guess they're really nice. <laughs> great backups. Good practice players. Hey, Peterman's still on a team, too. Yeah, but he's got potential. <laughs> Isn't he like 30 by now? That's a great, great question. Gruden signed Peterman when he was like 25. You're never going to see a field again. It'll be 32. Still getting checks from hey, the Raiders. Still get checks. Great job. <laughs> hey, when did Rich when did Rich Gannon get good? That's the bottle? Yeah. If John Gruden says this is our next Rich Gannon when he turns like 32. We're going to win a Super Bowl. We're not going 8-9. and nine. Uh, The Tokyo Olympics will not be canceled. I remember reading something similar last year, and then it ultimately got postponed. <laughs> but the IOC says they're not going to cancel it. The, the backdrop here is that COVID cases in Japan are surging, and apparently the people of Japan would prefer the Olympics not to come. There was a poll that had over 60% of people in Japan voting that they would prefer the Olympic Games get canceled and not come to Tokyo. Yeah, I have to imagine I mean, they're, they're pushing through this year. And they're, they're pushing they're through. They're having it. They're pushing through. It'll be interesting to see who shows up and who doesn't because this story mentions, like, take Serena Williams. She says, I might not go. My daughter can't come with me. If yeah. she can't come, I'm not. You're going to have a lot, of, a lot of athletes from different countries like, eh, I don't know if it's worth it. This is the thing that just drove, that kind of surprised me. It says the IOC was downplaying concerns uh, calling for the end of the Tokyo Olympics to be canceled before its virtual news conference was interrupted by an yes. activist. Who gave that guy the password? I couldn't find a video. Who gave this? the guy the password? Yeah. Like the IOC's like, everyone come on, like yeah. come on the Zoom call. Like, I was trying to find the video of this because I wanted to see somebody jump in that, on a Zoom and just start yelling over whoever the IOC I mean, was talking, but I couldn't I find it. I assume it's a media member. Who else would have the? Who else would have access to an IOC Zoom call about the Tokyo Olympics? I don't know. Maybe they didn't have a password for it. Maybe they don't know what they're doing because, I mean, you can just jump into random Zooms. I they're mean, pushing it through. They're, they're not going to cancel two years in a row and you could have a complete disaster with positive tests, but they're going to 
I mean, <laughs> IOC, we will not be guided by public opinion. Oh, why would you? Your your cases are up 60%. All these people are in the hospital, but we don't listen to you people. Like, I want that. The IOC is like, screw you. We will not be guided, <laughs> we will by, not be guided by the people who are getting COVID. We will not be guided by public opinion. Our professional opinion, yes. our medical opinion. Or the opinion. doctors. Or the, or the Fauci of Tokyo. Whoever that guy is. <laughs> Next question. Teddy Bridgewater said the Carolina Panthers did not practice two-minute drills or red zone offense. Uh, they had Matt Rule as a first-year head coach. Joe Brady is a first-year offensive coordinator. Both made the jump from college football to the NFL last year. Uh, is there much to this, or is this just former quarterback on a bad team complaining about um, something small? Probably both. The one surprised me um, was Brady because he had done this in that league. Look, and again, I'm not going to pretend here that I knew on Fridays you did nothing but like two minute drills. I, I'm, you know, we don't get to watch Raider practice, so we're in the meters. I don't know what they're doing on a Friday. That kind of surprised me. The entire practice are two minute drills on a Friday, but that's what he said it was supposed to be. Matt Rule had come from Baylor, he'd come from college, although, apparently, was he an NFL assistant before that? He was. Yeah. Okay, Both so he'd he been, they've been around the NFL team. I don't know. This is. I thought Matt Rule handled a little better. I thought he handled best. I love Teddy. I'm fine. I'm not saying anything negative. I'm not getting involved yeah. with that at this point. Yeah. That would be stupid for Matt Rule to do that. Teddy kind of moved on. And Te I love when guys like Teddy Bridgewater say all this stuff. And then in the end, it's like, I'm going to let my play do the talking for me. It's like, yeah, you just ripped the hell out of these two guys. <laughs> like, like with five seconds ago, you're saying how they can't coach. So here's a stat for you. Teddy Bridgewater, without practicing red zone plays an entire season, completed 58% of his passes in the red zone. Derek Carr completed 53%. So maybe maybe, maybe Rule has something going here. Maybe he's the smartest guy in the room. Hold on, though. Teddy Bridgewater was throwing to, like, you know, some dudes where all he had was big wit. Oh, big wit cost him. Yeah. I mean, 58% of it, yeah, like a two-yard pass to McCaffrey, and then he just runs it in. It's like, well, you can, you can do that when you maybe have Maybe they should have gotten big wit to run it in from 17 yards right. out. Well, come on. He's not running 17 throw yards. Him, throw him, not run running three. He's throw not him in the flat. Let him break some tackles. Let's go, come Jason Witten. Come on. Next question. Mbake Jong is transferring to Central Florida. I asked this question to Twitter yesterday. Didn't really get a consensus answer. It's pretty mixed. Is Central Florida an upgrade from UNLV? Absolutely. And there's only one reason why Central Florida beat Florida State last year when they were ranked 15th. I don't think the Rebels beat anyone ranked 15th. That's now they win 11 and 12 and 8 and 10 in the AAC, but but they beat Florida State. So give me one win last year that UNLV had that's Florida State and who's 15th in the country. I so. mean, two years ago, UNLV well, beat San Diego State. You said last year. I'm not... Not last year. Last year, Florida they beat Florida State. Now, Central Florida did follow the Florida State win with like nine straight losses. But um, yeah, who's counting? Uh, and in the AAC, they get one win against uh, ECU and then lose to uh, Memphis. But uh, I, he, he's. He has Florida ties. He lived there before he came. He played at uh, the, the prep school he, he went played to. played prep was school. In, was in I guess I'm not surprised that maybe he knows a lot of people there. He's going back. I think it's kind of a wash. Right? Yes, it's they're kind of basically a wash. The I don't same. know if they're better. Um, both teams have been about the same in terms of win-loss record over the last five years Man. or so. Central Florida does have an NCAA tournament appearance over the last five years. UNLV does not. But basically been the same programs the last few years. What I find interesting is that Mbake Zhang's final three were Utah, Central Florida, and Florida State. 
And Mbake Zhang, when he left, talked about wanting to play in the NCAA tournament. Yes. Going to Central Florida, it's basically the same as being at UNLV. Like, your chances of making it... There's only one of those three that have a real chance. Right. So, the point you always make, how real was that Florida State offer? Yeah. Well... I mean, we can also be honest. He picked the team that beat Florida State, so oh, maybe that Jesus. had a lot to do with it too. Was that like, the I can't, recruiting? I pitch? can't go to Florida. Yes, Central Florida. Look, when you went lost nine straight after that, well, Utah's guys, why the hell did you go there? <laughs> no, I don't think Utah's making it next year. I mean, that's no. hard. And I'm sorry, Central Florida. We saw that last year Florida State obviously will make it. So yeah, that was that's interesting that he went to a school when there's only really one of the three that would go. So, like you said, I don't. Guys list things all the time. These guys are like, I've heard from the following schools, and they list like 30 of them. It's right. like hearing from them and saying, you have an offer, we want you to come, are two totally different things. Listen, if that fan base tweets at you, you've heard from the school. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Go Big Blue Wildcat 1634 yes, exactly. tweeted yes. he wants Kentucky me. Kentucky wants I've me. I've heard from Calipari himself. Yes, That's exactly. his burner account. This is how things go. It'd be great. All right. Coming up next, work. Nevada won the Silver State Series for the second time. It's a sad day for UNLV Athletics. Is Tyler a know-it-all? Can you prove him wrong? Tweet at Bischoff underscore Tyler and at Ed Graney. It's the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. The Silver State Series. Oh, the most important thing because it's usually the thing UNLV can win. They didn't win it this year. Nevada won the Silver State Series only the second time ever that Nevada has won the Silver State Series. Over the weekend, they swept both the baseball and softball series to clinch. Um, how big of a deal is the Silver State Series? Because when UNLV wins it, they make it seem like a big deal. When UNLV loses it, mm-hmm. they don't mention it and pretend like it doesn't exist. It's got to be a big deal when the governor of the state has a hat with both logos on it. <laughs> That's what they should get instead. What if they should, should get Sisolak's Cis- hat instead of a trophy? <laughs> and and you get to wear it like you get to wear it for the whole year, but then you have to give it back if you lose. I <laughs> guess it's a big. I guess it's a big deal to the to the. Uh, to the schools, I don't. It's not obviously. It's not a big deal outside the state or outside the probably the school uh, grounds on either of them. Um, I was more surprised at the softball sweep than the baseball sweep. Yeah, no, I'm not, again. I'm not. We always say these things. Like, believe me, I'm not pretending to like know it. I just following them from afar. I was more surprised at that. Yeah, and Christy Fox, the softball coach, just got named coach of the year. Yeah, like the right that was the they were the in it. Season. Now they they're not because no, yeah, Fresno the, State clinched. Yeah, but, the sweep knocked them out. Yeah, um, but what's like so. What's happened the last handful of years in the Silver State Series is usually Nevada wins football. Yes. And they've won basketball yes. for, what, six, five straight seasons? Olympic sports like bring that. the Rebels charging but back. But UNLV wins because of Olympic yes. sports because they get to the springtime and tennis and golf Volleyball. and swimming and all of it. Yeah. UNLV dominates. UNLV lost both men's and women's golf this year. Like now they, that... That's probably surprise. the biggest surprise. That's actually of a bigger surprise than softball getting swept. Yeah, it is. The UNLV lost men's and women's golf because they've been a really good golf program forever, yeah. it seems like. So it's a little cold up there. We tend to have a few golf courses in town with pretty good weather. I mean, you'd think. think. That's a surprise. I didn't so, see I did not see that when you're giving me news there. I saw the softball and baseball suites. So you're UNLV athletics, and this year you lost the cannon. You got swept in basketball. Okay. And you couldn't even rescue it with your Olympic sports. That you lost baseball series, you lost the softball series, you lost the golf for men's and women's series. 
Not a good year. No, not a good year. You're good in volleyball. They did win volleyball. They had they to win that. I don't think she year. lost. They didn't lose till the NCAA tournament. Not. So I'm assuming they beat Reno in volleyball. They did. Um, they did very. What good What they do in soccer? Is uh, still going on. Soccer split. Played two games and they split in soccer. They split in soccer. They split in women's basketball. You can't win it every year. Yeah, apparently not. The only sports UNLV won volleyball, women's swimming and diving, and men's and women's tennis. Yeah. Tell you what, they start losing that school and swimming and diving, you might have to shut it down. I mean, if they start well, losing been, in that school. We would have said that about golf last year. Golf, yeah. Which, okay, by the way, all right. Are they up in Tahoe? The ball gets a little flighty up there. So I've maybe been, that's why Reno won. I've been waiting for this. This is way more important than the Silver State Series. What kind of a dream did you have last oh, night? Oh, it's a bad oh. one. It's a bad one. It's a bad one. Well, not bad. I don't want to say it's but bad. It's, but it's no, it's just bizarre. One. Based on the details I've heard already, yes. not a great one. Well, again, not good or bad. It was just bizarre because I haven't, you know, really... I don't know much about dreams, but I'm told, like, even if you don't consciously mention someone in the day, if there's just, like, a split-second thought... It goes into your subconscious, and you can have a dream about it. I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say I know much about dreams. I'll, I'll Google it. But for some reason last night, I found myself dreaming about playing tennis against T.J. Osleberger. <laughs> but the weird part was there was a play-by-play person, and it was Matt Humans from Vison, <laughs> and he was pl- doing the play-by-play of me against Osleberger in tennis. That was strange. A lot of questions. First that off, was, that was very strange. Are you winning? No. Now here's the thing. I know why Osleberger was in it. Because oh. for some reason, oh, watching this Lakers game, you'll know this. Watching the Lakers game last night with my son, who in the Lakers went to Iowa State? Uh, the kid with the three names. I, I'm, I'm blanking now. Oh, uh, Horton Tucker. Yes, Callen okay. Horton Tucker. And I didn't know that. So I asked Tristan, where did he play? And he goes, oh, he played at Iowa State. Now, maybe in that sense, and I thought right away, oh, T.J. Osberger. That, that's why. I had watched Twitter earlier in the day. And humans, I think, was breaking down why, why the Dodgers people are still betting on them, even if they're bad. So now I'm kind of putting it together of why I was pl- – the tennis part makes no sense. Like, that makes okay. no sense. Have you ever played tennis? In high school, yeah. I played tennis. When's the last time you played tennis? Oh, a long time. A long okay. time. Were you winning in the dream? Do- that I don't know. I don't know. I just know we were – I just know we were playing. I did hit a forehand winner at one point, I think. <laughs> How long was this dream? It was well. I mean, my dreams are like fifteen seconds. Well, you but got again, a forehand winner and a that, play-by-play. That's announcer. another thing about dreams that it, a lot of stuff happens, and yet they tell you it's really only like you said, fifteen yeah. to twenty seconds. But in your mind, it could be you know, it could be forever. Yeah. So, yeah, I hit a forehand winner. I, I didn't forehand. know. I didn't know. I, I oh, a double fault. I, I served a double <laughs> fault because it hit the net, and the other time I, I didn't hit. I didn't hit in the box. So yeah, I, it, it must have been a while. And I don't know why you and, and instead of where the chair umpire usually is, it was humans doing play by play. And I think he might have been behind the Vison glass. It's just it was very strange last night. So this tennis court was at the South Point? Is what no, I don't know where the tennis court was. I don't know where that was. But if it wasn't the South Point like casino with humans, that would have been even better, but I don't think that was it. Okay. So you played tennis in high school, but yes. you haven't played in a long, long time. Long time. So here's here's what I'm trying to interpret here. TJ Otzelberger. What we know about him is that he was he play tennis? Well, no, he wasn't very good in high school at basketball to make his AAU team. So he made his own AAU team. Okay, I remember so, that story. So I think I you're going story. you're going back to high school to be like, Yeah, TJ, you might have made your own AAU team, but I can beat you in tennis. 
That's pretty deep. Yeah. Now, I don't know what it means, but you're living off high school glory to show up T.J. Offelberg. <laughs> now, that could be it. That could be, where does humans come into it? He I has to come into the Matt fact humans. that I watched I watched Matt yesterday on a clip from, or the day before. I specifically remember him talking to someone about why people bet the Dodgers every night, even though they're winning, and why they're favored every night, no matter if they're winning or not. I haven't figured out the humans part of this. It has to be because I watched him on Twitter, and I, subconsciously he was in my mind. That It has to be that. Okay. So tennis, according to the internet, means a back-and-forth conflict in yourself. Well, it must be in myself because I never had a conflict with TJ. He was fine. I never, We never had a conflict. But what does TJ represent in yourself? <laughs> what does TJ Otzelberger represent to you? Betrayal? <laughs> Are you having an inner conflict with betrayal, Ed? Oh, my God. Stop lack talking, because now you got me thinking about way too many things. Don't lack don't, of commitment. Don't get me on. Don't get me on the couch. Commitment. I've been. I, I sold my twenty fifth anniversary the other day. I was committed as anybody. You could be committed to other things. Yeah. Jared, stop. Now you're like looking stuff up. Now you'll have me thinking all day. It's like, what, what did Osloberger represent in my dream? What do we think humans represented? I don't think that I don't not going deep on that because I think it's just because I saw him on Twitter and I listened yeah, to but, his thing. But there oh, was but... a play by play announced. So it's like your internal monologue, maybe. And like, ooh, you guys which... used to work together, right? Yeah. So maybe yeah. it's uh, your internal monologue from your past. We did travel together uh, covering UNLV basketball. We were on planes together all the time. Pre Otzelberger, though. Oh, a long time. Yeah, pre Otzelberger. Yeah. It was maybe uh, the conflict. It was, Dave, about it was the actually pre Menzies. It was future. Dave Rice. Yeah, it was pre. It was pre. Yeah, it was, long, it was Dave Rice. So it was a long time ago. He's conflicted about like thoughts in his past and reflecting on his present. Right. Two jamokes with the psychology degrees <laughs> over here. You know what we need to do? Jeez. We right. need to get Ed's How horoscope do... read on air. I honestly I wanted I, I pitched the idea and I guess uh I guess uh, psychologists in t- this town aren't that hard up for business that they need to advertise, but I wanted advertise to... you could be one right now. You, I, you, you Google dreams. I, I wanted to I wanted to like once a week have a marriage counselor come in and talk to you guys. And, well and we I think she'd find... be, I think he or she'd be looking left and saying, Why aren't you committed? Talk about lack of commitment. Yeah. I didn't I'm not having the dreams about tennis. Just saying. That's you. Not what me. does I'll be thinking about this all day, Jared. What does Osloberger <laughs> represent in my life? I'm not even here anymore. And he was fine. Like I got along with him really is, well. Is there someone? Is there someone else that like left abruptly from your life that you thought would be a part of it for much longer? No, because I don't like people. Like I, I have my wife and two kids. Other than that, I don't like anybody. Well, I, I go mean, home. Does it have to be a person? Maybe it could. I mean, be, I go uh, home and the garage is done. The garage is shut before my car is turned off. I don't talk to people. Well, maybe yeah. it's a maybe it's a a, a a job or maybe it's a like. A situation nah. that you're nah. like, uh, you thought would be a part of your life for a long time. Did I thought Jimmy we jo- knew each- Jimmy John's closed. Closed. No, no. Did you cheat on Jimmy John's? Did I you didn't go somewhere cheat. else? I didn't cheat, but I changed the order from no bread to lettuce. Oh, the lettuce wrap. Might be the lettuce wrap. What? TJ Osterberger represents it's the number four with lettuce. Internal conflict. <laughs> you're bread back or and lettuce. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Matt Humans represents the past. <laughs> Where so. I had bread. Humans <laughs> is the bread. Yes. Osterberger is the lettuce. The Os- no, Osterberger is the lack of commitment. <laughs> To, to the, the bread. bread and the tennis game is your is your internal conflict <laughs> oh about how you want the bread, but you know you shouldn't have the bread because the uh, lettuce is better for yeah, you. Yeah, whiter the bread, the sooner you're dead. Uh yeah. Did humans say that while you were playing? No, I don't even think he was talking about tennis. <laughs> 
I, I know he was doing play-by-play, play, but he might have been talking about – I don't even think he was talking about tennis yet while I was playing tennis. I remember two things, forehand winner and double fault. That's what all is, I remember. Sorry, what does the double fault represent? Failure. We have, we have success and failure. failure. Yeah, yeah, success yeah. and failure. Back and flick. Back yeah, and success conflict. and failure, yeah. I wish I had dreams about, like, Pete DeBoer or something <laughs> like that. Oh, that'd be so good. I don't know if that'd be a dream so much as a nightmare. Well, yeah, but I'd just love it to come and talk about it. Like, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, John Gruden, we were playing tetherball. I'm going to write it down, and we are talking about that all day tomorrow. And Look. Deuce was doing play-by-play. -play. <laughs> all right, coming up next, we find out what Darren Millard's uh, dreams mean. Moose, you just keep on moosing. This doesn't concern you. Maroon is not just a color. This is the VGK Update with Darren Milsey Millard. Hi, Darren. How are you? Darren, what's happening, fellas? Oh, we're excited. By the way, uh, do you think you're good at interpreting dreams? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's, what, here's a dream Ed Grady had last night. He was playing tennis with former UNLV basketball coach T.J. Otzelberger. Uh, Ed yep. had both a double fault and a forehand winner. And Matt Humans from VEASAN, uh, who is Ed's former co-worker, was doing play-by-play. -play. So you guys want to know what that means? I mean, if you have any guesses, we've already got <laughs> Ed thinking about commitment issues and <laughs> disloyalty <laughs> and all this. But if you have any uh, anything else you conflict. can add in. Oh, it's easy. It's, it's easy. He's going to the MGM and he's going to bet on uh, on the Preakness and he's going to win big. Can't believe you guys didn't know this. Who's he betting on? Oh, I like the the juice horse, the steroid guy. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Medina Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> My commitment to something that's bad. I like that. My yeah, commitment yeah. to cheating. Exactly. That's, that's, that's okay. I like your interpretation far better, better than these two guys. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the double fault: uh, wins but loses uh, oh. the the, uh, the Kentucky Derby, and it's going to win the uh, with wow. with the cloud of uh, doubt hanging over it in the uh, in the Preakness. I like that. Like you guys, you guys. I can't believe you had to phone for this i mean i'm just saying that was pretty impressive uh like have you dreamt about like pete DeBoer or something like when's what's the weirdest sports dream you've had oh that's a good question i've 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 had a few different things uh happen over the course of the years but never pete uh pete himself uh usually it revolves around around hockey in some some regard is it like you playing hockey uh no no sometimes it's broadcasting sometimes it's going through the uh the messes the uh the bloopers the uh the mix-ups yeah there's, there's there's a bit of that but those aren't dreams though those are nightmares and those are real time uh like experiences <laughs> usually i'm just reliving something talking to pete pete you had a lot of momentum there in the second period they, they had momentum from the drop of the puck a lot tonight, okay. did they not well, when like the other felt, team doesn't show up no. there's a lot of momentum going on, <laughs> on your side <laughs> Wow, Melnichuk, uh, I felt bad for the kid. Like, not too often you feel bad for a guy that's getting a shot in the National Hockey League. Like, that was a tough spot. Yeah. Uh, do you have any faith that the Kings can win tonight after last night's loss? Um, I actually did have faith before last night. I thought that there would, could, could be some kind of uh, challenge. And then you watched last night, and I looked at Darren Elliott and said, like, tonight was the night that I – that I thought would happen. It's like no chance on a back-to-back. -back. Well, you, you, you go through that last night, you're just throwing the keys on the table. See you later. Do you think 
And this is serious. Do you think they're not going Grubauer? We, McKinnon will be out again. I'm sure they're not taking him back tonight. But yeah. is that them in any way saying, in any way saying, it doesn't matter. The Knights want this thing more than we do. We've taken care of St. Louis and Minnesota fairly easy. Whatever. Just let us know who we're playing. Because I was surprised if it is St. Louis, they don't play till Monday. You don't play Grubauer and essentially what everyone else outside thinks is the biggest game of your season? Well, I think that tells you that uh, that health is more important than the number one seed. Okay. That's what that's what that tells you. Uh, you would rather have Grubauer available uh, for the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs than uh, than have the number one seed because, and, and it also gives you an indication that uh, that Minnesota and and St. Louis are are valued uh, opponents and uh, and capable opponents. Uh, they 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 played really well. Uh, Minnesota handled uh, the the Avalanche in the last game that they played, but uh, Colorado uh, was was very successful against the Minnesota Wild. So I don't think there's there's uh, any uh, hesitation uh, with with either one of those opponents for the for the Colorado Avalanche, and they would rather have better healthy. That, that's what that tells me. Uh, Darren, after the first period, you interviewed Keegan Colasar on TV last night. Yeah. Um, can I tell you that I just enjoyed you asking him if he was watching the scoreboard, trying to yeah. ask him if he was paying attention to the avalanche score and Colasar yeah. responded with, well, I saw we were up 17 to three in shots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure whether I, I didn't phrase that properly or whether he misunderstood or whether he just didn't want to answer the question entirely. That, uh, that, that might've been more on me than, than Keegan. I, just, I like I like being able to interview uh, Keegan, and we haven't had a chance to talk to him in a while. But uh, but yeah, no, I I I was uh, I was on the same page as you on that one. I will I will say you did not mention Colorado in your question, like you didn't say, no. "Are you scoreboard watching the Avalanche game?" But I, like you, would have assumed, "Hey, are you checking the scoreboard?" That anybody on that team would have realized, "Oh, he's asking us about Colorado because we need them to lose, and they're playing at the same time." Yeah, but I'll uh, I'll I'll roll over on the sword on uh, on those ones because I should do I should be better than that in uh, in explaining the uh, the conversation. The problem with those those interviews is they're so short, and you you, you got to get the player uh, out of there. That sometimes I, I get a little bit too um, uh, efficient with 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 my words. Okay, I don't care what's happening here, but I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a huge Colorado fan tonight because the schedule just moved, and if they play Minnesota, it's Sunday at noon here. So with the deadline, I, I'm I am huge now that they play Minnesota on Sunday here at noon. Huge. Oh, you, you, so would you? Let me ask you this: If you have a game at noon, yeah. do you just lollygag through your uh, through your piece in putting it together, knowing that you've got all day to file it? Yes, and sometimes that works because if I start thinking too much, it just is gibberish. So if I'm writing off the top of my head, sometimes that's actually better. But I will take the gibberish. I will absolutely take What's the news. What's the start. latest that you would file your story after a news start? 10 o'clock. No, oh, no, off a noon game? No, off a noon game. No, no. No, I thought you meant if it started at 7, I have to have it in by 10. So if it starts at 12, 2.30, transcribe 3, like 5 o'clock? Really? You yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't like go home, have dinner, and then do it at uh, <laughs> nine o'clock. There's weird things called editors screaming at me, saying it's five o'clock. Where is your thing? And no, I'm out at dinner. That wouldn't go over well with those people. <laughs> Can you do it just for just for uh, Tyler and I? Yes. And record some can of I, it. Can Please I get fired just calls. for you yes. two? It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> listen, I want I want to see the game at noon. Ed Graney turns in a story at 10 p.m. <laughs>
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and in the following morning, this will be my only job. Really quick here, because I did write something for that's going to come out this week, and I want to ask you this about Pete DeBoer talking about the rotation of the goalies. And he, yeah. it was interesting because he said, look, he didn't give away any secrets, and it's certainly not meaning he's going to do the rotation. But he said two things. He said, the only reason we have the record we are is because of rotation. And he said, I think in the future, this is what teams will want if they can get away with it. They will do a rotation. They'll have a, they'll have a healthy guy in each night. He said, that's where the game is going. Does that give you any hint that he'd actually start this thing with a rotation? No, because I think the playoffs are a totally different uh, scenario. Okay. Uh, and uh, you're, you're, you're not playing back-to-backs. You're not playing three and fours uh, that I know of uh, right now. Uh, last year... Did we lose Darren? I'm not sure what's just going on here. What no, we happened? got you. We got what you. happened there? You're no, we back. got you. Sorry. We got you. Yeah, I, uh, something to start up on my phone. No, I don't, I, I don't think you have as compact schedule. Certainly not what was in the bubble last year. Uh, so uh, I, I don't think that, uh, that that necessarily means that he's going to go through rotation uh, this year's Stanley okay. Cup playoffs. Uh, I'm not a rotation person. I, I don't like the flip-flop. Uh, never have. But I've come around to... Uh, embracing it in this year's first round. I I wouldn't be surprised at all if it did it in the first round, but after that, I think uh, Pete DeBoer goes with his, uh, with his number one goaltender. That's as far as I uh, think that, that, that he'll go with it. That makes me feel better because the headline is DeBoer should continue rotation in the first round. So. <laughs> yeah, now I feel, I, now I, I feel I good about that, it. Uh, that, that, that would be logical. <laughs> and uh, and not saying that, that it's going to happen, but if, if, it ever, if Pete DeBoer is ever going to do it, it's right now uh, because it has uh, it has worked so well, uh, and and where it's worked well is Mark Andre Fleury's on a nine game winning streak, and uh, you can you can definitely point to the fact that he's had uh, significant rest or suitable rest uh, between between starts to be able to make that happen. What app popped up on your phone that caused you to drop out for five I have, seconds? Candy I have Crush. No idea. What no idea. What was it? It might have been uh, it might have been Heyday. But uh, but I'm but I'm not day? sure. What is Hey Day? Oh, Hey Day is a great game. My daughter and I play it. We we run a farm together. Oh, uh, I, I I am aware of the concept. Yes, yeah. Farm. It's yeah. a game. Yeah, you have like bales of hay yeah. probably and animals. And you probably got like build fences and uh, do you like what have to clear crop, land and stuff? Gotta, Let's hope Bob Baffert isn't uh, yeah. involved with that hay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a pretty solid game. My uh, my daughter gets mad when I sell too many things from uh, uh, well, she's at school. All right. <laughs> <laughs> On the goalie rotation, yeah. Ed, Ed brings up Pete saying he thinks teams will do this more in the future. I, I think we've already teams have already trended towards playing their backups a little more already in the NHL. But the idea of like a strict rotation of every other game. Isn't that only possible when you have two legitimate number ones like the Golden Knights do? Like, if you have a backup who's, you know, played seven games in the NHL, yeah. like, you can't do that with him. No. No. You, you, the, the, the key to this whole thing is having uh, two good goalies. And, and that's, <laughs> that goes to spending money and cap allocation and uh, scouting and, uh, and good goalie coaches. Uh, it's right on through. But, no. You, you, you can't do it if, um, trying to think of an example here, uh, if you're the St. Louis Blues, you can't do that because you've got a rookie uh, who's just uh, breaking into the National Hockey League and, and Jordan Bennington. It's just, it just wouldn't work. You, you probably wouldn't make the playoffs. Uh, so, no, the, the whole key is, is uh, being able to trot out two people that are going to give you a, a great chance to win. 
and and it's not just two uh, number ones. Like the Golden Knights have two e- elite goaltenders, uh, two top of the tier guys. Uh, so I, I think that uh, that also skews a little bit for what anybody else might want to do. Uh, you, you, you'd like to have the Ferrari, but you know you can't afford it. Uh, so that's that's the uh, that's the sort of fly in the ointment. How much of this Kings game are you actually going to watch tonight? Uh, I'll watch until it's four nothing. <laughs> I, 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 I would I would love for it to be close. I really would, but like, okay, you've gone through the. I was thinking about it from a player's perspective on the LA Kings side uh, as we were going through last night's game and, and and exploring the San Jose situation. Like you've been in a bubble for four and a half months and being tested and schedules changing and you don't want it. You can't do anything. You don't want to do anything to jeopardize your season. And you're like minutes away from freedom, minutes away from freedom. Uh, I, I just, I think that they're ready to get, get out of Dodge. That's, that's where I think their heads are at. And no, normally I would say you got to be professional, but uh, this is a bit of a pass. And you saw it last night. Like that was, a, there was 92 hits on Monday between Colorado and, and Vegas, and last night there was 41 in 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 the Golden Knights and San Jose Sharks. It's just a different type of game. They they want to finish it off and get out. Was Alex Tuck's tweak? I don't want to go out there. Why am I still skating? <laughs> <laughs> like well, well, all of a sudden he has a tweak, and it's like nine. I was like, I don't know if you have a tweak. Yeah, yeah, I don't know whether uh, that was the case or not. But he was playing a great game. Uh, he, he was he was absolutely going out there. Nobody played uh, twenty minutes outside uh, uh, of Nick Hag last night. Uh, they, they they balanced the ice time, but if there was a uh, forward that was going to do it last night, it was it was Alec Tuck. Maybe that was their way of just like the only way you can you can pace him is to just sit him down. He was going. Darren, on a typical like, oh hey t- Jared, oh hey hey Darren, how you doing? Uh, this Jared. Uh, we uh, <laughs> on a typical like Tuesday night in Canada, if there's a game between the Flames and the Canucks, that means absolutely nothing. What percentage of the population is just like going to turn that on anyway? Uh, outside of the Lower Mainland in Vancouver and uh, Southern Alberta, I don't think many. Uh, <laughs> as in, I would say single digit percentile, but it would still be single digits uh, in, in pockets. But I get, I get what you mean. It's going to be uh, straight. I'm glad that they're not starting the North Division playoffs until after the regular season. That would have been really, really strange. But, uh, but yeah, I get. Uh, I, I think you're slightly making fun of us. But, uh, but I also think that uh, that there'll be a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I think there'll be a few people. Uh, like Vancouver Canuck fans will still watch. Calgary Flame fans will still watch. Poor Canadians trying to make fun of you for regular, watching they're hockey. They're still playing out their regular season games. Like the LA King fans will still watch tonight, or uh, San Jose fans would still watch last night. You're still watching your team finish the season. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. You're going head to head with like a playoff game or something like that. I think I'm flipping <laughs> over to the playoff game. I'm not watching these two bums play. <laughs> All right, Darren, get out of here. He's Darren Millard. Thanks, Darren. Go have a dream. Go have a dream. <laughs> uh, what should I dream of? I'm going to dream of cash today <laughs> well you won't attain it you'll do a better interp- job interpreting that than these two guys hey so. ed ed you're gonna put some money on the preakness right 
now. Well, now, yeah, now I'm going. I'm going to bet the steroid hoish, of course. Yes. Okay. Uh, We'll go for dinner together on that. All right. It's a it's a deal. Get out of here, Darren. See you. Take care of yourself. He did it. I'll tell you what, that guy interpreted it like off the top. Yeah, well, just because you like his answer better doesn't mean it's a better answer. You still need to, I I would still take some time to reflect on (laughs) your internal conflict. TJ Otzelberger represents. (laughs) What is tearing you apart inside, Ed? The com- like the win and losing. Like, why am I winning right. and losing? Gotta, why am I? Why am I forehand winner? I was on. I was on this side. A forehand winner there hit Osloberger. Just looked at it, and for whatever reason, then obviously we changed sides on the on the odd number. We came tennis. over. It was like you know I don't know what. Maybe it was two one. I don't know. Uh, in the set, I came over, and the first thing I did is double fault on the other side. So you've switched positions yeah. on yeah. something, yes. and yes. you don't you yes. don't feel confident yes. in it. You, you really more and more, to... Osterberg is making sense. I don't know what human was there doing the play by play for. He yeah. represents your past. Yeah. <sighs> Does your internal monologue from the past? All right, Man. coming up next, <laughs> Matt won with the Avalanche. Will he pick him again tonight? It's time to find the sharp. Brought to you by PropSwap, where smart sports bettors buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com today and find the very best odds. All right, Matt is back. One of the easiest wins any of our sharps have ever had was the Avalanche. Winning last night, six to nothing. Matt, are you going back to the Avalanche tonight? Absolutely. All right. (laughs) Perfect. So we got you in for the Avalanche again over the Kings. Uh, That would get you three in a row. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Uh, good luck, Matt. I'm sure we will be Talk talking to you tomorrow. tomorrow. All right, sounds See good. <laughs> I mean, if he didn't pick the Avalanche, we would have had to hang up on him. I, I mean, if he didn't pick the Avalanche tonight and said, "No, I want to be different," well, no, you the, don't. Anybody who picks against the Dodgers, they they're fine with me. The that's good. Dodgers are <laughs> off tonight. <sighs> Still pick against them <laughs> or for the Padres. Thus far, I believe. He has made, if he had bet $1 on each of these games, he has made 36 cents. Probably. He's, he bet on the White Sox to win and the Avalanche to win, and now the Avalanche again. Uh, yes, not making a whole lot of money, but still winning, and we still can't get to eight. Ron, no. is, our, Ron is still our oh, hero, and nobody can get even close to eight. Well, I mean, what's the, the most we've had in like a month is three. If that one's the last time we had more than three. Oh, there was. We had six in a row on March 17th. That's the last time anybody got close to eight in our streak. Our sharp. Wow. Sharps aren't very good. Um, all right. Well, it's almost like this is a, a, a skill or it's a luck-based uh, endeavor. All right. Here is a – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ultimately have a question for you two. There is a Chick-fil-A sauce shortage. Uh, apparently, they're blaming labor shortage and supply chain disruptions, whatever the hell that means. But there's a sauce shortage for Chick-fil-A. And if you go to Chick-fil-A right now, they're apparently only going to give you one sauce packet. Um, I found this out the other day when I was ordering Chick-fil-A on my phone to get it delivered. And you click, you normally you can click like two or three. I could click one and then it grayed them all out. Couldn't click any more sauces. Brutal. But here's my question for you two. I have at my house extra sauce packets from Chick-fil-A because... When I order Chick-fil-A, they usually give you more than you actually ask for. How many sauce packets do you two think I have right now from Chick-fil-A at my house? 22. I was going to, uh, honestly, I was going to go 23. Only 12. Sorry. Oh, to oh, all right. Sorry to we over We overshot the room. But I think I'm the richest man in the world right now because there's a Chick-fil-A sauce shortage and I have 12 at my house. Except no. for the fact that at Smith's, 
you can literally buy an entire squeeze bottle. They're all out. They are. You'd only know, but... be the richest man in the world if you had that and paper bags filled with gas. <laughs> and now, if lumber. you had those if and you, lumber, yes. If you had, yeah, if you had two paper bags filled with gasoline and like a you know a, a three by four in the back of your car with the sauce, I mean, people would be lining upside outside your house to buy that stuff. Oh. It's, it'd be like at a uh, Binion's. You could take a picture with a million yes, dollars. Exactly. <laughs> it's a... Two by four, a bag of gas, and one chick fil Oh, you'd be the richest guy in the world. I haven't gotten over the bags of gas. I know the nut jobs who show up with the 40 red cans, complete nut jobs. But that person the other day with literally trash bags filling with gas, it's like, do you want to blow up the whole gas station? Like, what, what are you doing? Like the, I, I mean, the, you could the, blow everyone up. The other, the other question there in that thought process is, let's assume the bag worked, like you got it home. In the and bag. it didn't like spill, right? <laughs> what, how are you getting it in the gas tank? Right. What was the plan to then get it into a vehicle? A siphon? I I don't think they thought that far. Obviously, they put it in a plastic bag. But it's fascinating to me. Like, oh, that yeah. I saw. So like somebody put it in a water bottle, which at but, least you can well, get the water bottle into your car at some point. But that's like, what are you getting out of the parking lot if you put in a water bottle worth of gas? I don't know. I, the, the paper bags were absolutely I, – I was so fascinated with who that person was. And I'll tell you what. If I roll up and someone's got paper bags, I'm speeding the hell out of there because that person right. within two seconds could blow us off. Right. The hell. It's like, yes. Jesus. I mean, like – and there were other people around her getting gas. I'd look over and say, why are you still here? This woman's about to kill all of us. That was that was absolutely bizarre. I – you know, it's like hoarding food on the people with all the red cans. That that was going to happen. There's nut jobs everywhere with the cans. They went out and bought it at somewhere 50 cans, whatever. But the woman with the plastic bag was, wow. Oh, I have a and, big, like, 20-gallon. I should go fill it up, shouldn't I? Yeah. Oh. Now, the plastic bag, though, when you do gas, you have to shove it down, right, to do it. Was she? And if she you shove it into that plastic bag, it's going to rip the bag. I, I assume that I always thought the shoving it thing was because we have smog here. That's not like a oh. that's not like a national program. Oh, I, and that's, I don't think that's at every gas station here either. The okay. little the little rubber things that yes. have to click in. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't think so. But I don't, I, get, I I don't buy never, enough gas. I had never seen those until I moved here. So Jerry really? might be right. Yeah, in Mississippi, please, like coming out of a water hose. I have a dream about that woman. <laughs>